peoples of the worldwide federated internet. What's good? From my journey to the of the or to the cold state of Utah at this time of year it was nice, very pretty. I enjoyed the mountains, but cold weather is definitely not my thing. I have respect for people who love cold weather. I was born and raised in Brooklyn, for those of you who know, hence the name Brooknam. But I'm not a fan of cold weather. I never have been. Even growing up, I always thought to myself, I am not meant to live in this, nor is anybody really meant to live in this cold weather, or at least that's what I have always thought. So yeah, back back here in Florida, back to the warm weather. So what we're going to do, we are going to get right to the book of Exodus chapter 36. Let's get into this. Then wrought Basileel and Aholiab and every wise-hearted man in whom the Lord put wisdom and understanding to know how to work all manner of work for the service of the sanctuary according to all that the Lord had commanded. Again, God gave them a commandment to uh, build this tabernacle of uh, the, the priestly garments they were supposed to construct. And God didn't just give them this instructions without a means to do it. So again, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I don't like over applying verses, right? So there's a lot of people who read the Bible and they, they, I, I don't, I don't know the proper word so I always say they over apply, right? They, they take Bible truths and they say, this is about you. This is about you. This is about you. And that's just not true. Uh, most of the time is, does the Bible say things that pertain to us? Absolutely. And can we find things out in a Bible? Absolutely. And one of the things we see here, God telling the children of Israel to do something and providing them a way to do that thing. I think I think there's there's many times where we believe that we can't do something that we should do. And again, I'm not over applying, not getting into religiosity with this. But if there's something God has for you to do, he's going to provide a way to do that, no matter how it looks. And you would have to imagine that hearing all of the the things concerning this temple uh, or the tabernacle concerning the priestly garments. I mean, this was things that they had never seen before, right? This is this is very intricate. So they had to be thinking, how are we going to do this? Well, God had already, you know, given people wisdom beyond uh, what the children of Israel could have widely imagined. And now uh, Bezalel and Aholiab are going to start to construct. And, and verse 2 and Moses called Basileel and Aholiab, uh, 
Oh, what I wanted to say kind of got sidetracked when we when we when you read through the Old Testament, along with seeing along with seeing God dealing with the children of Israel, you you kind of get revealed who God is. And the older I get, the longer I'm saved, the more I'm beginning to understand the importance of of Bible reading and study. And it's, it's actually enjoyable. I'm, I'm being kind of selfish here for my own reason, because I'm getting to see how God deals with people. And I'm learning more about God and more about myself as I read through the Bible. So it's, it's not necessarily, it's not this crazy act of, of, <sighs> learning something so I can prove that I know some grand thing about the Bible. I'm, I like knowing deep things about the Bible, but it's, it's even deeper than that. Yeah. There, there are things that are uncovered that I don't know, but the biggest thing that I'm finding uncovered is who God is and who I am. And I am very thankful for that ability to be able to read the Bible and, and, get to know the the great God who created all of this, who created us, who created the universe, who created the earth, who created everything we see. This is to me, this is amazing. All right. Uh, verse two, and Moses called Bezalel and Aholiab and every wise hearted man in whose heart the Lord had put wisdom, even everyone whose heart stirred him up to come unto, uh, unto the work to do it. And they received of Moses all the offering, which the children of Israel had brought for the work of the service of the sanctuary to make it withal. And they brought yet unto him free offerings every morning. Now notice it said free offerings again, the Bible is is making sure that we understand that the offerings these people brought were of their own free will. These are not things that these people were forced to bring. These are things that the people brought forth willingly. Um, let me read that again. Uh, start up work verse verse three, and they received uh, and they received of Moses uh, all the offering which the children of Israel had brought for the work of the service of the sanctuary to make it withal, and they brought yet unto him free offerings every morning. Free. This was they were they were given this freely. They weren't forced. They weren't coerced. This is what they wanted to do, and they spake unto Moses, saying, "The people." Uh, actually I skip verse four and all the wise men that wrought all the work of the sanctuary came every man from his work, which they made. And they spake unto Moses saying the people, which, uh, the people being much more than enough for service of work, which the Lord commanded to make. So they're like, yo, God really not only provided over provided. I, I think so several things is going on. They see, right. I'm, I'm going to read that again. So you can think about this. 
and they spake unto Moses. So this is what the children of Israel sang to Moses, saying, the people being much more, uh, uh, much more than enough for the service of the work which the Lord commanded to make. They saw this, the people here right now at this moment, they know God has provided more than we need to do this work. Like this is an overabundance of, of provision. We have not only exactly what we need, we have beyond what we need. This is probably something that the children of Israel should have been thinking about or should be thinking about when they go when you go further into their history in the Bible, when they come to adverse situations, right? Like they should easily be able to go back to these things and they should be landmarks. Again, you, you, you learn so much about God. As you read the Bible, you learn so much about God's provision. You learn about God's mercy. You learn about judgment. Look, you learn about things that are exciting and things that are uncomfortable, right? Uh, th the fact that God will judge sin, yo, that's uncomfortable. I'm a sinner. Uh, there's things in my life that I've done and, and that I do that. I'm like, yo, I need correction from this. Uh, I, I need to walk with God, but we have to understand that there is judgment. That's uncomfortable. It's not something that you want to, I don't know. I don't know anybody. Uh, let's put it this way. I, I can't speak for other people. Let me speak for myself. The God judging sin is true. It makes me uncomfortable, but it's true, right? It, it, there's things in the Bible that are, that are uncomfortable and inconvenient truths that it doesn't matter what you feel about it and how you feel about it. It is true. Sin will be judged. That is uncomfortable, but it is true. And I think some, sometimes people think when something is uncomfortable, that they can just run away from it, right? Like, like, like not thinking about it and running away can get you away from the fact that sin will be judged. It will be judged. Uh, but again, the people of Israel should have, should have been able to look back at these things as landmarks. This is, this is the stuff I think when I'm reading through this, because I'm reading, as I'm reading through in my mind, I'm thinking, what is the purpose of this God? What are you, what are you trying to show the greater humanity when this is read? Why was this recorded? What was the purpose? <clears throat> so verse six, and Moses gave commandment and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp saying, let, let neither man nor woman make any more work for the offering of the sanctuary. So the people were restrained from bringing. They brought so much that Moses was like, all right, tell the people no more. We got enough. Chill out right now for the stuff they had was sufficient for all the work to make it. And too much. Yo, this is so let me, let me, show you how my mind works and how I get excited when I read stuff like this. I'm, I'm being honest with you. I, when I tell you the Bible excites me and, and I'm not, I'm not telling you how it should excite other people, what it should do for other people. I'm talking about myself. The Bible excites me 
Because when I see stuff like this, I'm going to tell you what I think. Here is a rebellious and stiff necked people, as God said, rebellious and stiff necked people who I would put myself in that category. Just keeping it real with you. And I'm seeing how God is providing things for them in abundance. And especially God's mercy as these people are being obedient. Remember what was happening when Moses just came from the mount. Right. It got real. You know what I'm saying? People got slaughtered. Sin was judged. But you don't see God staying in. You, you don't you don't see God keeping them in that state. Right. They, they've moved past that. Now God has blessed them and now they have abundance beyond what they can even imagine to accomplish the task they need to accomplish. Yo, this is crazy. Again, this this gives you very much insight into the nature of God when it comes to provision for us who do believe when it comes to completing tasks that he has set us out to do it. I, I, I've again, I don't like going into religiosity and I know I keep saying that because I don't want to get too too heavy handed with this. But again, you it's hard to read these things and it's hard to not understand. Yo, we are definitely seeing a very visible insight into God's dealing, God's dealing with man and how God moves. I'm be honest with you. I want to understand better myself, how all this works, how God deals with man what God wants and expects from man, because I want to be smack dab in the middle of that expectation. I want to be there. Not that I always am and not that I always will be, but I'm telling you when I see stuff like this, I'm like, all right, I think I'm understanding a little bit better how I should move this. So as simple as, as a lot of this stuff is again, this is an extension of my Bible study. As I always say, it's kind of an exercise for me, you know, doing these videos, but this is, this is literally what's going through my mind as I'm reading through all of these verses. And I'm like, yo, what is God trying to show us? Why is this here? What can we see? We see how God deals with the children of Israel what he does in dealing with the children of Israel, how they respond to what God is doing for them and how God responds to them in kind. Remember in the new Testament, when the Bible says that these things are written for our example, well, example of what that, that, that should be what we're thinking. Example of what it's funny how the Bible explains and tells us why certain things are there in the Bible, right? Is explaining to us what the Old Testament is for. But how many of us ever go through those things and read and think with that in mind? That's the mindset that I'm beginning to put myself in. We see uh, uh, prophetical things in the Old Testament concerning the New Testament, the Lord Jesus Christ and, and other things. And we also can see, yo, okay, I'm seeing how God deals with people. I'm seeing what not to do. I'm seeing what to do. I'm seeing how things can lead. 
I'm seeing how things can turn out. And maybe this is something that I need to be paying a lot more attention to. At least that's what I think. Y'all know what it is. Stay frosty, people.